0: If you put God first in everything that you do, that you have faith in something greater than yourself, that you lean on God to guide you in your decision-making, your morals, you can't go wrong. Get ready to tune in to stories of average men striving for greatness to become the leaders that are needed in their homes, in their career, and their communities. This is the Brotherhood of Fatherhood
1: podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, super, super excited to have Tim Cruikshank with us. Tim is the founder and owner of Bone Frog Coffee. And I just found out Bone Frog Cellars, which we're going to talk about. And if you were at the big event, you drank Bone Frog, Frog Coffee the entire time. And if you're me, you drink Bone Frog Coffee every day, my very new favorite coffee. I absolutely love it. Welcome, Tim. Thank
0: you for having me, Scott. Appreciate it. It's exciting to be here.
1: Well, it's really exciting. I was I was telling um, for you listeners. I was telling Tim right beforehand. I have the coffee like sitting. If you're uh, sitting here on my desk at the ready, I have my coffee machine like there, and I'm and uh, it's my favorite coffee by far. Uh, I had it every single morning at our at our event, obviously, and then I came home with a couple bags, and I've just been devouring it, and I love it. My son loves it. My 18 year old son now is like, dad, would you make me a pot of coffee? (laughs) So you guys are doing good work, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, I really just kind of want to dive into a a few things. I want to dive into kind of the, 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 I guess the origin story, if you will, kind of your story and the origin story of bone frog coffee, because it's not just a coffee company, you know, it's, it's. A lot more, and going to your website, it's very clear. But I, I, I really want to hear the story from you, how it started, why it started, what your mission is, and and now you got my brain just firing talking about Bone Frog Sellers, and then the other bomb you dropped on me, which I know my listeners will be super excited about as well. So, what's the story?
0: Yeah, so you know, this started um, back in 2016. I was just retiring from the military. After 25 years in the Navy and the SEAL teams and all that, and you know the the Navy has these really big kind of traditional uh, retirements with dress uniforms, white gloves, cross swords, you know all that stuff. And I was standing up there giving my retirement speech and looking out over this big auditorium of people, and there was people missing my my friends, my teammates. You know, we, mm. at that point, I think we were at war for 16 years, and I lost a lot of friends and I had this idea right in the middle of my retirement speech. And that evening I went back and uh, I talked to my wife. We were in a hotel at that point, get ready to move. And uh, I said, I have an idea to honor those guys' sacrifice. You know, there's not a lot of people out there that are willing to raise their hand and say, Hey, I I would die for you and for our country and for our American way of life. And I go, I, I feel a calling to honor them. It, it, it really struck me, you know, at that ceremony with, their, with the empty seats. And so the coffee and wine became vehicles to tell a story.
1: This episode is brought to you by Dapper Guru. Dapper Guru are men products that help you look good while conquering the world. Let's face it, gentlemen, we should not be using our wife's soaps and oils and such. We should smell like men and use products developed specifically for men. My friend at Dapper Guru, Robert created these products. He tests these products. He is the real deal. This is a veteran owned, veteran supported company. And the cool thing is, is if you go to that webpage and put in the code brotherhood, you will get 10% off all of your purchases. I use the products. My son uses the products. Josh uses the products you should be using the products. That's Dapper Guru. Check out the link in the podcast notes. Go place an order, place a small order, check it out. Uh, and you will know why we use these products.
0: We put the labels on these, uh, on the coffee and, and the wine to, to tell a story about them and the teams and to talk about the, the history and the tradition and heritage of, of the SEAL teams. And that's really where this started. coffee. You know, we get together um, for business meetings and things at coffee shops. We get together for big, uh, you know, dinners and things like that with a nice bottle of wine, and it's a conversation piece.
1: Yeah, so that's something that really struck me when I was reading your your website. It talked about, like, the fact that you sit around and you drink coffee together, and that's where stories start to, like – come alive right um so like just building a coffee company i don't think you just wave a magic wand and it happens and i i i do know a little bit of this you've you've shared it with me but how did you like how did you even just get started what was the process here and who did you have on board and like how did you continue to keep i'm i'm also wanting to know the story of like how you run a business but the mission is the main thing yeah
0: and so you know i think for for me, um, getting out of the military, I didn't know anything about coffee or wine. Um, so the learning curve was very high. as a military guy. But I drew on my experience <laughs> from the teams. And, you know, even in the SEAL teams, you have to find what's called an SME, a subject matter expert, to help you with things, to learn. You know, you can't be good at everything. And I think we always need to challenge ourselves and push ourselves outside the comfort zone. Right. And, uh, I was way outside my comfort zone on coffee and wine. And so I went and I found, um, subject matter experts. And with the coffee, um, it took me a little while, but I found somebody named Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart was the original owner and founder of Seattle's best coffee. And he's been roasting for over five decades. And really in this area, in the Seattle area, it was Dave Stewart and Howard Schultz that kind of battled it out in the 70s and 80s that created the entire world's coffee craze. It was these guys. And for me to be able to partner with somebody like that to teach me, mentor me, show me how to make coffee and create blends and all this kind of stuff is truly a blessing. I mean, it is a blessing from above uh, to have him. And it was the same way with the wine. I found somebody that... Um, you know, in the state of Washington, we're, we're pushing to challenge Napa and become some of the best mm-hmm. wines in the world. And I have one of the, the best winemakers here in the state, uh, John Bookwalter. And he, same thing, jumped on board when he heard our message and what we were trying to do and uh, teaches, mentors, creates our, our wines. Uh, really a, a, an amazing, patriotic uh, American loving guy. And so that's how I got started. And I found these people and they've been incredible mentors to me and helping us with these amazing products that, uh, I think represent our community really well.
1: Yeah. I, I, I can't believe I didn't even know you had a wine brand. Like I, I had zero clue. I just always like honed in on the coffee um, my friend Alex connected us, but he also was like, I love their coffee. And, um, so I, that's, that's just what I knew. And of course you sent us, you were very gracious and sent us coffee for our event, which we all devoured every single morning and through the day, really <laughs> I mean, the amount of coffee flowing with, you know, 20 guys, uh, who are, were very active, it was, uh, was quite significant and it was amazing. So did you start with coffee and then come into the the wine market? later or was this kind of all at the same time we like
0: to joke around and say why start one company during a global pandemic when you can start two (laughs) 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 it's crazy to try to start these things simultaneously but we did and uh Mm. it's it's been really fun and there's a lot of similarities between how grapes are grown and how coffee beans are grown and um, it's kind of, it's fun. Uh, it's been a really fun journey uh, figuring all this stuff out, but we make
1: really good products. Yeah, you do. The, um, how did you, I mean, you found these two people, you know, the the coffee expertise expert and the wine expert. What else is your team? I mean, being a newer company, really what else does your team, how else is your team built up at this point? Because I know you sent John to do media at our, our event, an amazing human. Um, I mean, I I hope he comes to every event, whether he's doing bone frog or media or, or just coming as a man, because I want to be around that guy all the time. How did you kind of create your circle of people helping you through this?
0: um, Very slowly and deliberately. We found people like John John does all of our content video and, and photography and he's super creative, but they're all faith-based, solid guys of integrity and initiative and just salt of the earth human beings. And we've slowly put together this amazing team of people. Um, we've got John on the Eastern side of the state who, uh, you know, comes from a background in Hollywood with tremendous yeah. Uh, creative ability. We got a guy down in Texas that helps us with, um, you know, art and graphics and that kind of stuff. And uh, another buddy, my Mike Schindler, uh, Navy veteran author. Uh, he created his own movie. He uh, does military nonprofit stuff. These are all guys that are at the top of their game. And we're slowly bringing them in and creating this just amazing team to uh you know, get our
1: messaging out to all of America. Wow. Uh, I, your, your artist guy, or the guy that you have in Texas, uh, John was showing me some of the work he'd done, like on a, on a mug that's coming and these, and I'm like, where's my t-shirts? Where's my mug? Cause I absolutely love the branding. Like personally, I absolutely love that branding. I think that that's so, it's so cool. And there's a lot of significance. If you're watching video, I'm holding it up there's a lot of significance to the bone frog. So I think it's, I think we should take a step back. And if you just explain what bone frog means, just so that, that the listeners kind of have that as a, as yeah, a baseline. Yeah, I appreciate
0: that. So when you look at the SEAL teams in general, we take our genesis from the frogman of the Navy, the old UDTs, the underwater demolition teams uh, from World mm-hmm. War II, 1942. Um, those guys cleared the beaches for the invasions in Normandy and the South Pacific. And I like to joke around that, you know, the Marines say they're first ashore, but the UDTs were there first, clearing the way for them and welcoming them to the beach. As we moved forward into the early 90s, a friend of mine, Keith Kimura, drew the original bone frog. Um, He was an 18 Delta medic as well. And uh, when he passed away, the bone frog became this iconic symbol in the SEAL teams that represented those that gave their lives. It really is an iconic symbol in the SEAL teams. And I want to share that with all of America. I want people to see it and go right on, man. I I get that. I understand that it, it, it has deep meaning, um, and honors, it honors sacrifice and it, it truly creates legacies. And I had this idea in my head, you know, warriors, Thousands of years ago, they would sit around a campfire or a dinner table, and they would talk, and they would tell the stories over and over and over again of these Mm -hmm. great warriors and epic battles and that kind of stuff. And that's how history was made. That's what our labels do on our coffee bags and our wine. It's a striking image. People see it. They don't know what it is, and they ask. And that starts the conversation so we can talk about it. And we put it on shirts and hats and mugs Mm -hmm. and things like that. So... So it gets out there. People see it. And we talk about those stories. That's how this all started. And I think you're seeing the bone frog more and more. I redrew uh, Keith's image. I put the trident in the pelvis. I reshaped the head like a Navy anchor. Um, And I tried to put, you know, uh, more detail into it and make make it my own. But still to share it with all of America so, you know, the... Thought behind it is the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it it it's the branding is really really striking. I, I'm I'm a brand nerd. I love it when a company kind of does this thing, and it just. I mean, I just I've stared at multiple. I I have like the Sons of Valor one, and it's a totally different image on the front. And I know Alex, my buddy, who did the the event with me, has like three different ones, and they're just they're really cool. The um bone frog. So it's, it's not just, I mean, this was a a guy you knew, but it's nationally known. Now I went and researched like what is a bone frog uh, a couple months ago and it just popped right up. Boom, Wikipedia, yeah. there it is. Um, so yeah, so it, it, it does, it, it does have a significant, um, I don't know, meaning of course, but people are recognizing it, which is really yeah. cool. Let's talk about more about your team because you talked, you said, you said a few things that kind of struck, struck me, um, you know, and on your coffee, it says, uh, God country team. So obviously those are important things. And you said, basically the guys you have in there, you know, there was, there was values that you, that you were looking for. And I think this is a really good message for men who men or women who are thinking about building a business or want to start a business. A lot of people have entrepreneurial, like dreams, you know, whether, the, whether it's right for them or not is, is beside the point, but a lot of people have yeah. entrepreneurial dreams. I want to like focus in on that vision and the yeah. values. And um, like, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. I,
0: you know, I really, I wear those core values on my sleeve. I mean, I, I put it right out there for everybody to see. And I think that if you put God first in everything that you do, that you have faith in something greater than yourself, that you lean on, on God to guide you in your decision makings, your, your morals, um, you can't go wrong. Um, I put country on there because it, it's really, really important for me. And I fought for my country and and so do a lot of other mm-hmm. Americans out there. And, you know, freedom is just one generation away. It's, it's super important. And we are really, truly the guiding light in the world uh, because of who we are as Americans and team I put on there because team encompasses everything. It's your, it's your family, your neighbors, your community, your church, whatever it is for you, for your inner circle. Those are the three things that mean the most to me. And I put them right on the bag so everybody can see it.
1: I just had um, a guest on Aaron Guyette who was at the event and he presented on Rites of Passage. And he's built out an entire like Rites of Passage curriculum for his kids and he's sharing it with other men, other families, it's phenomenal. Um, and, it, and it talks about, he talked about a foundation of of some sort of belief system. And I can't quite remember the, the way that he said it, but I mean, and you're basically saying the same thing, your very firm foundation is God and then country. And I've said this from the very start of the podcast, like I'm not going to push my religion and my belief, but I'm going—I'm not going to be shy about it. And, you know, a lot of guys are like, well, how do you put God before your family? <laughs> like, well, when you do things in the right order, there's everything just works. It, it balances out. I put my wife before my kids, you know, it's God, my wife, my kids. And, uh, but she came first. And if I know if I serve her, I'm serving them. And I know if, if the way I see it, if I'm serving God, I'm serving my wife and my kids, and I'm serving my community. Do you have that similar similar mindset, or is yours a little no, different? No, it's
0: absolutely the same mindset. You know, God created us. It's the most important thing in my life, and uh, I put God first in everything.
1: So had you been an entrepreneur before starting no. Bone Frog?
0: No, I served military. Okay. That was it.
1: Wow! So let's talk a little bit about that because uh, it's it's fun to talk t- with people who are kind of newer in that in that area because it's yeah. fresh. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur for years, so for me it's just an old hat. But there's a lot of a lot of guys reach out to me. And it's like I really want to step away. I really want to do something I've always dreamed of doing. X, and let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, like your process, how scary it was, which I'm sure it was. There's a lot of inherent risk. Um, but yeah, do you have any like stories or things you learned through that process that you think could glean some wisdom into other men's lives? I
0: will say, if you want to become an entrepreneur, do it. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. So just put yourself out there and, and, and put the work into it. It, yeah, it's scary. Um, you're putting everything on the line, you know, and I take, uh, the responsibility of me feeding my family. and keeping a roof over our heads uh, as my highest priority and um, failure is not an option. And so, you know, there's times when I'm down at the office filling orders at two in the morning uh, because I can't sleep and it's got to get done and somebody's got to do it. And so I just do it. And there's a lot of things that you just need to figure out and put in the work, take the initiative and, and just, Figure it out and talk to the right people. Like I said, find those subject matter experts in your area that can help you out. There's a lot of people that, that like to pass it forward, so to speak. And yeah, you know, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll reach a handout and, you know, and help you with whatever you need. Um, starting your own business is exceedingly difficult, but not undoable. You just need to put mm-hmm. in the time to figure out how to do things um, on your own. And then the, the team grows around you uh, and it just happens. And when you, yeah when you figure things out and your business starts growing, there is nothing more rewarding because you are working now for yourself, um, helping to put food on the table for your own family. And it's, one of the more rewarding things I've ever done.
1: Yeah, it's rewarding. Uh, I mean, there's massive ups and downs in owning a business. I mean, I'm going through like the biggest roller coaster right now. It's just, it's just scary as heck. It's just been insane, right? Like one minute I feel like I'm on top of the world next minute. I'm like, man, I could lose everything tomorrow. And, but I think it's such a parallel to the way we operate in life. I mean, we just continue have to like take our failures and use those to move forward. We have to, to, to take those losses and learn from them and then do the thing to get back up on that Hill and own it again. Um, What's been the biggest struggle, you know, so far in business ownership, in entrepreneurship. Mm. That's a good question. It,
0: Logistics, supply, managing the amount of money that you have to buy things um, without going overboard, finding that that mm-hmm. balance of growing the company, reinvesting your money, um, where you're allocating it for marketing and things like that. It's difficult and finding the right products at the right price where you're still making a good margin to keep your company going shipping is difficult Um, oh man it's like the bane of our existence Amazon you know they offer free shipping so everybody expects free shipping and uh, for small businesses that doesn't exist so shipping is difficult the current economy with inflation uh, the price of goods have gone up two times on us right now. And they're going up the third time. So the, you know, the price of green beans or, um, shipping costs, gas, all those kind of things. Um, you have to manage on a daily basis and it's, uh, it's a lot of work.
1: The shipping thing, I, I got to tell you, uh, I have a, a large amount of brotherhood of fatherhood mugs and they're, you know, they're, they're just a mug. They, they fit in a five by five by five box. And I'm like, you know, I just want, I just want my branding out there. So I'm going to sell them for a dollar (laughs) each. So I sold them for a dollar each plus shipping. Well, shipping is $8 now in domestic. The cheapest way I could get a mug. It doesn't even, I think it was less than a pound. (laughs) And, and you, 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 this Amazon, like everybody expects free shipping. It's, it's a real problem for, for e-commerce. Brands and for people doing any shipping any type of hard good, uh, I I, that's got to be insanely difficult.
0: Yeah, you know, because we sell a full pound of coffee. Most people companies out there sell twelve ounces, so ours is a full pound. And you know, when they order four pounds or more, we we had done eight forty five eight dollars and forty five cent flat rate shipping when we're getting into zones 5, 6, 7, you know, Midwest, East Coast, because we're shipping from the West Coast, those shipments would get up into the 12 and $14. And so I was losing money on every shipment and I, I needed to find a way to figure that out. Um, you know, bigger corporations mm-hmm. can absorb those costs, but the the smaller startups, uh, it's a struggle to, to
1: figure Yeah. And it seems like, the prices just keep bouncing up and up. I just got a notification the other day. They're going up again. I'm like, are you freaking yeah. kidding me? It's already sky yeah. high. Because yeah. gas
0: prices are going up.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's let talk a little, let's go a little deeper. Um, let's talk about leadership because I, at the, at the helm of every business, you know, it, it kind of rises and falls on the leadership. And then you were in the, you were in the military for many years and I'm sure leadership is everything Um, and speaking to men, you know, in all walks of life, you know, fathers, um, maybe their employees, maybe their employers, uh, my belief is that every man must take a leadership role. That's, that's an incredibly important thing to do is you got to take a leadership role in your family, guide, lead, protect, um, all of those things are so incredibly important. So what are some of your favorite or top like leadership, like, maybe principles that you think every man should absolutely plant his flag in the ground with. So I'm kind of side swiping. I didn't prepare you. Sorry.
0: You know, I think the military prepares you for all kinds of stuff when you get out. So I, I started out enlisted junior enlisted and I worked my way up, uh, did 11 years, uh, enlisted. And then I got a commission retired as a Lieutenant commander. And so I got to lead in a bunch of different capacities and, uh, retired as a uh, a commanding officer, an officer in charge of a lot of people, and so um, I learned a lot during that. Um, can I tell one quick story? I think people like. Okay. Please. So yes. in buds, they put you through this um, this evolution with the telephone poles. So, you know, a lot of people have heard about that. But they have this one in particular that I always think of because it just struck me during this uh, how important this leadership lesson was. You have to take a telephone pole and your boat crew lays on the ground. You're all wet and sandy. And you put your feet on the telephone pole and have to push it up a 20-foot soft sand berm together. Well, inevitably, you'd get it halfway up in the The log would start tipping on one side and everybody'd slide back down to the bottom, right? I think these are great analogies of life in general, starting a business, you know, all these kind of things. Well, what ends up happening when you slide to the bottom? Everybody's wet and sandy and tired and cold and pissed off and yelling at each other and blaming each other, right, Um, for the failure. The instructor doesn't care. And with a bullhorn, just... Put you back under the log. Well, each time they'll put a different person in charge. It could be an officer. It could be a junior enlisted and you do it again and do it again, do it again until you get the log to the top. It could be on the second try or it could be all day and they don't care. You'll just keep doing it until you get the log to the top. What you learn in that experience is it doesn't matter what your rank is because sometimes it's a junior enlisted that's able to guide the men to get the log to the top. And in a SEAL team, we all need to be able to lead because you never know if if the platoon leader goes down, the next person needs to be able to step in, take charge at any level within the platoon, whether you're an E3 or an O3 right? Those Mm -hmm. lessons and experiences stuck with me that it's not your fault. Everybody can lead. You need to cultivate that leadership and try. And inevitably, you're going to find yourself in positions in the civilian world, in your job, in your business, where people are yelling and screaming and there's stress and people are pointing the fingers. And you just need to be calm and lead and one of my bags is called the zen frog and the zen frog mindset that that mindset is contagious right um Mm. they teach us in a number of different scenarios to just be calm in the midst of chaos and calmness and that mindset and the confidence is contagious amongst everybody around you and they'll follow you it'd be clear and concise in what you're saying and doing, um, and your communication and your, in your judgment.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. I have a bag of the Zen frog. That's my next one to crack open, <laughs> but that's a real, now I like, I love these stories and how they tie to like the art on your bag. I mean, it's like everything is tied together. You've done, you've done it so thoughtfully, but that is such an incredible, um, lesson. I, yeah. I love that. What do you uh, yeah, what do you see as the future? I know you have some give you, you give back, that's part of part of the deal, so I'd, I'd love for you to kind of share you know what happens, uh, what what your your focus is in that area and um, like let's what are your goals with this? Yeah topic?
0: so our thought you know in creating this was to honor the fallen, to create legacies, to to never stop saying their names. And with mm. this, you know, with each sale, a portion of the proceeds is given back to the foundations that support the wives and the kids uh, who've mm. lost their fathers. Uh, we give back to the disabled veterans um, and to a number of different foundations that help support the community. My hope is that we can get big enough. I always say, the bigger we get, the more we can give and to grow within the Department of Defense and support um, all services and all communities. You know, we're starting right now with the SEAL teams, What we wanna grow, get bigger, and help everybody. And it's, I think it's about giving back. For me, it's um, honoring my teammates, honoring their families, the community, and and giving back in a meaningful way that I feel like I'm still serving now that I'm retiring or retired and out of the, the military.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, do, are you, is there specific organizations you give to and do you vet those? I mean, a lot of people ask these questions, you know, they've heard all the stories, which are probably exact exaggerated, but how do you as a, as a team decide what, who, where, when? Cause I'm sure it could go a million different directions. So
0: we, we, Specifically give back to the Navy SEAL Foundation, the Navy SEALs Mm -hmm. Fund, uh, and the SEAL Veterans Foundation. Then we also support um, a lot of different events, like your event. Um, We just did one over the weekend um, called Salmon for Soldiers. Um, They had 600 veterans show up in Everett, Washington. We were there at midnight making... God, I can't even remember how many gallons of coffee uh, that we started serving to these veterans at 4 a.m., um, and they loved it, and they were going nuts, and they got on the boats to go fishing at 5:30, and uh, the the fish were running, they're pulling cohos in, they're jumping in the boat, and a lot of guys are coming back at 8, 9 a.m. already limited out. It was fantastic. Wow. Uh, barbecue and, and music and uh, an auction and raffle. it was great. We do stuff like that all the time.
1: From construction to disconnection it's just it's just the way we roll in podcast land. There's always always things going on. I always I, it seems like the uh, delivery guy always comes when I'm recording. It's just the way it happens. So uh, why then? Why? Because we're not a military organization. Why Brotherhood of Fatherhood? Why? I mean, you know, that, I, I asked this question, like, it was so generous what you guys did. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of coffee. Every guy went home with coffee. Um, we had coffee at the event. You sent somebody out. I'm sure that cost you a pretty penny. Like, why would you do that?
0: I love what you guys are doing. I love what you stand for. I, I support that. Um, and I think it's important uh, to, for you guys to take men out and have that camaraderie and brotherhood. We do the same thing here mm-hmm. uh, in this group that we all get together and guys don't realize how important it is to find that, that kinship and the camaraderie and just to be able to, to take some time. Uh, whether it's hiking in the woods and sitting around a fire and drinking coffee and sharing experiences, those kind of things are meaningful and they matter in guys' lives. Um, and that's why I supported you. I, I think it's really important what you guys are doing.
1: Yeah, it, there's something magical about a big fire and men around, sitting around it. It's just one of those things that that just kind of cracks open a new layer of um, sharing well, there was a lot of other p- pieces at play, but that really was the takeaway from this. Fir- is our very first event, and the guys were like, "I just was able to drop my social armor and be surrounded by men who all were there because they want to be better. Yeah, and they want to have a tight circle. They want to have accountability. They want to grow, and um, that fires me up. Being around yeah. men who want to do something, I was, I was, uh, I have a a long standing friend who lives in your area. His name's Jeff Fisher, and um. I you really well, yeah. Yeah. I'm like talking, <laughs> he's like, I see Bonefrog on your event. And I'm like, he I'm like, yeah, man, they're totally awesome. And he's like, well, I know Tim. Yeah. <laughs> he was so excited because he's he's working on some men's things as well. And um, he was just it was so it was such a it's such a small world. And he was dude, he was he was jacked up sideways, excited that you were a part of what I was doing. And so I, I just want to publicly thank you for what you're doing for not only our community, but for, you know, just the cause is incredible. Those families that are left without the husband, the dad, um, or, or the guys that come home and they're just, their lives are completely changed because they put themselves on, on the line so that we can live with our freedom. It's so easily forgotten. It's, it's crazy how easily forgotten it is. And, um, I just, I just, but so We
0: talk about not leaving, you know, no man left behind, right? Mm-hmm. W- what does that mean? It's not just on the battlefield. Right. It, It's eternal. And for me, I, I take that very seriously that, you know, we bring our teammates' body home, but then what? You know, he's got a family. He's got kids. Mm-hmm. They need to be taken care of. And, you know, for us as SEALs, when we say long live the brotherhood, LLTB, we don't just say that. We really mean it and we take care of each other and we take care of the families and it's important. Yeah. And more people need to hear that and understand that because it doesn't have to be just, you know, our platoon or our team or whatever that extends uh, to our neighbors and our community and our church and all that, and that's what you guys are really doing out there. Is you're bringing people together, guys together. Guys need that.
1: We we they do, and this this brotherhood, this brotherhood of ours. Some of them are past military, some of them are veterans, some of them are are not like myself. Like to experience that level, and I don't think it's even you guys. In battle, I mean, it's it's probably much deeper. But to get close to that level and understand the the growth that happens from that, and the camaraderie and, and that brotherhood, the brotherhood name is not something to be taken lightly. And it, it, at least from my opinion, it's it's not you know I don't just throw it, hey brother, because I think it's a cool way to say somebody to address a man. I, I throw it out there because to me there's a lot of meaning to it. Like I I I will serve you like a brother and i want more men and i'm not saying i do it perfectly but i want i have a lot of growth to do but i want more men to take on that that mindset of like you know sir you know servant leadership ser, servanthood to their families, servanthood to their community servanthood to each other yeah um so this episode of the brotherhood of fatherhood podcast is brought to you by direct hemp direct hemp are the cbd experts who stand behind all of their products their providers and all of the great science behind new innovations in the space so i've been using some of their products uh, specifically charlotte's webb sleep gummies this is a hemp extract infused gummy with melatonin and i'll tell you what my wife and i have both experienced amazing results from using these sleep gummies we're sleeping better we're waking up more refreshed we're falling asleep faster we're getting more REM sleep I really pay attention to my sleep analytics. I have several apps and devices that actually record how well my sleep is, and these things make a massive difference. And why do I care? Because sleep improves, good sleep improves judgment, recovery, it reduces stress, it reduces inflammation, it improves memory, and AIDS and weight loss, among other things. And these are all scientifically backed facts. So you need to be getting better sleep. And the best place to get your sleep products is through Direct Hemp. So check out the show notes. There will be a link to get 15% off. Use the coupon code BROTHERHOOD and you'll be on your way to better sleep with great tasting, very effective gummies, as well as hundreds of other brands and companies or uh, products that you will enjoy. I want to support you as like hardcore as I can. I definitely want you to tell us where we can find out more. I mean, heck, I did research on you and I still didn't know you had a wine brand. <laughs> and now uh oh, you were telling me something you're working on. Are you are you willing to share that?
0: Well, it's a work in progress. It's a coming soon Uh, and it takes like with the other two companies, it takes a lot of work to set up, but we really want to start a bone frog beer, a brewery. Uh, we're working on it right now. So I would say coming soon.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah.
0: We'll just let that out that it's, it's eventually going to happen. Uh, but we need more time to work on it and get everything squared away.
1: Yeah. Not. I mean, the fact that you launch two different—you launch coffee and wine at the same time—is kind of a, kind of a big deal in and of itself. Uh, Where, like, I want people to order. Where do they go? Uh, What do they search? I mean, you you talked about Amazon, but I'm guessing ordering from your site is the way to go. I don't even know if you're on Amazon. I'd order straight from you.
0: Um, So you order from our site at BoneFrog-Coffee.com. We wrote to order. Uh, and that's the reason why we don't, um, use Amazon because it'll sit on the shelf. We want your coffee to arrive to you within a day or two of it being roasted.
1: Oh, awesome.
0: Yeah. And that's why people love it so much. And the coffee specifically, um, you know, has a bold, rich flavor. And the thing about it is it, it's has a smooth aftertaste with no acidic, um, you know, flavor to it. So for all those people that get kind of upset stomach and, and from other coffee companies, um, it's one really big distinguishing factor of our coffee is it's kind of smooth and not acidic. So it's really, really good. Um, the wine you find that at bone frog cellars, with a C Cellars, Um, and the same kind of thing we, you order it and we ship it directly to your doorstep. Um, if you're out there and, and maybe you own a restaurant or a company, we do a lot of wholesaling, um, for, you know, bigger companies we're, we're in the NHL and we provide to different, uh, NHL teams. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah. Th- we've got some really cool stuff. Uh, so please visit our, our websites, um, try us out. Uh, we'd love for you to subscribe and be part of the team and, you know, you get a discount that way when you subscribe. Um, but give us a shot and uh, we'd love to, you know, send you, send you our products. Yeah, Check.
1: that's awesome. I, I have a story just to wrap this up with a bow. I've been drinking bone frog coffee, you know, since we, since John dropped it on the, on the, like literally on the table here, here you go. Uh, we brewed it up and drank it the entire event. On the last day after everybody had gone home, there was just a few of us left and I had my coffee, but then we went to a, <laughs> to a coffee shop, like a, you know, a hoity-toity coffee shop in, in Montana. And I ordered a cup of coffee and I was like, this is gross. <laughs> and it's exactly for the reasons you're talking about. The, there was an aftertaste; taste. It was acidic. And I did not feel good the next hour. I'm like it upset my stomach, and I was, and it was literally that moment because I I was sitting at a table with two other guys. I'm like, "Uh, this stuff is pure crap compared to what we've been drinking, and they're like, yeah. And so it was like this, it was kind of a funny aha moment because it's easy just to drink coffee and you know go about your day, and like that was a good cup of coffee. But when I I had that stark like differentiation, I and then I came home and did the same thing. I was like, I'm gonna finish this bag a very, very, very popular brand, very popular brand. I'm going to finish this bag before I jump into my, my bag of bone frog. And I was like, I just threw it away. (laughs) And I'm not lying. This is not just puffing you up. It is good. And I love it. And so now my son, like I said, now my son's like asking me almost every day. Can I, can I get a Can I get some, you know, because the coffee makers in my office, (laughs) we hear
0: that Scott. And I appreciate you saying that, but we, we do, we hear it a lot. And like the event that we did over the weekend, we made just gallons of it, and we eventually ran out. I think at like four in the afternoon, and people were upset. They're like, "Oh my god, the coffee's gone!" <laughs> <Of course. laughs>
1: it ran out. Yeah. Sorry. That's boy. That's such a good badge to be able to say on your brand that it. You know that that I don't know. I just it's it. It blew me away. I knew the 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 model, the idea, the 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 values the the mission behind it, were solid. But, uh, when the product is that good, it it just puts a massive stamp of, this is going to be amazing. Um, it's just going to continue to grow and grow. And I want to congratulate you for leading an amazing team. The guys that I've talked to so far, we interviewed one of them earlier. We, you know, and John was at our event, uh, just been spectacular. And it's been just an amazing experience for, for, uh, Alex and I working on this event together. And so, and all the men that came that got to drink and go home with your product. And so you're just doing big things. It's a, well beyond what we're doing and, um, impacting a, a very large group. And I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for sharing your story. Thanks for having me, Scott. And, and, you know, allowing me to share
0: this story with, uh, with all your listeners. I'm really, really grateful. Thank you. Yeah
1: thank you. Hey everybody, uh just like literally just stop, go to the you know <laughs> bonefrog-coffee.com or bonefrog Fro- Bone sellers if you're if you're a wine drinker just give it a try, i promise. I promise. I I put my stamp on it. It's amazing. I drink it out of my brotherhood mug, of course, but uh it is it is incredibly incredibly good and you'll be supporting an amazing company with an amazing cause. And if you have not subscribed to this podcast, do it because it helps. It helps get the message out about the brotherhood. It helps men learn more. It helps guys like Tim continue to build their mission. And and this is we, we gotta be in this together. So hit that subscribe button, share it with your buddies. And thank you so much for being a valued listener. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast.
0: If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, your family, and follow us on social media. If you are a father, make sure you join our Facebook group, The Brotherhood of Fatherhood. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more podcasts from The Brotherhood of Fatherhood.